Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the SAP. As always, it is your host, Dave Neal. We have a good one for you. I say that every time, but I think they're all good, or else I wouldn't put them up. Uh, we have a chat with Leah Richardson, Tasha Cordy, and myself. Chat with Leah Richardson, a very funny stand-up comedian living in Los Angeles. Uh, we actually recorded this episode right after doing our live Mimosa stand-up show that we do once a month um, in Hollywood. We do a show at noon where we just have a ton of mimosas and some really funny comedians, most of which have been on the podcast in the past. So if you haven't actually listened to or seen any of those mimosa shows or haven't been able to go in person, I urge you to check them out. They're on the Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash this app and you can hear... Um, the professional live audio from the Mimosa shows. If you need to laugh or pick me up, um, that's at patreon.com slash this app. And also, I'm not going to lie, there's a big announcement we made at the beginning of the latest Mimosa show. So if you are a Patreon member, you know what I'm talking about. It's an announcement we haven't made publicly yet, but it's some good news that's out there in the universe. And by universe, it's at patreon.com slash the sap, T-H-E-S-A-P. Uh, we, we do weekly uh, episodes ranging from solo episodes, group episodes. My buddy Jonesy and I do a nice bro episode, completely unapologetic, irreverent uh, commentary on the week's news. We also do the monthly Mimosa show. So you can go over there and hear all the hilarious comics that kicked ass on this show. It was our best one yet. Shout out to Kyle for coming. Vic didn't make it. She said she peed herself. We don't know what's going on out there. I'm not using last name names tasha just looked at me these are fake names i'm blowing up people so that's right you if you live in our universe i want to know if you're getting late or pee in your bed i need to know it may be both maybe both will happen in whichever order uh, is necessary but anyway um it was our best one yet we've done it for nine months straight a big thank you to everyone who's showed up giving us a shot i think these comics are delivering super funny and again for all big announcements you're gonna have to go over to the patreon.com hold on and Tasha says, oh, not to forget. Oh, yeah, thank you. Tasha gave me the update. This month's Mimosa stand-up show, October's Mimosa stand-up show, is at the Rogue Island Comedy Festival, October. Does that make it 11th? What's the Saturday? Look real quick. It's the it's this following Saturday if you're catching this the first week. I believe, I'm going to say it's October 11th. It could be the 12th or the 13th. Saturday the 12th. I'm the worst at promoting. Saturday, October 12th at 3 p.m. I am hosting the Mimosa stand-up show in Newport, Rhode Island for the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. It's a great time. Um, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be comics from all over the country coming in, all over the world, actually. But um, the headliner for for this past Mimosa show just blew it out of the water. Eric Lampere. You've heard him on the podcast. He's a French uh, Frenchman. Just so funny. It was the second time that I've seen Tasha cry laughing. And I tell you what, there's, nothing, there's no greater joy in the world than seeing Tasha tear up crying out of laughter she might have also peter pants we don't know we didn't check uh but anyway you're gonna love our chat with leah richardson after this episode i'll play a quick clip from her stand-up set where she crushed it um at our mimosa show so anyway um if you if you don't have the funds to go check out the patreon no worries it's a it's a sh it's a short five or eight or twelve dollars a month depending on what tier you want to join uh, all that money goes back to us so we can help the patreon grow and um get rid of those pesky side jobs so we can just create more content but if you 
you don't have the funds to do that and you want to support us, as always, you can go rate us and review us on the podcast app on your iPhone. And if you don't have an iPhone or you've already done that, uh, just screen grab whatever you're listening to right now and upload it to your Instagram. We will re-Instagram it. Just tag at the.sap and at dneals and at Tasha Courtney and uh, we'll give you a solid repost. Spiking your Instagram followers, one or two people. It'll be amazing. Anyway, thank you guys so much for hanging with us. We appreciate you. Enjoy our chat with Leah. Welcome to the Sap. It's your boy Dave Neal with Tasha Cordy and Hello. Leah Richardson. Hey. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Leah Richardson is a famous person name. That's a fa- You're going to be famous. Oh, man. Someone's going to f- watch this years and I'm like, you're Leah Richardson on. That's fucking nuts. Is it, do, you have, do you know your lineage with Richardson? I think it's like Scot- Scottish, Scotch-Irish. I don't know. It sounds English, but apparently it's not. Wasn't oh. Liam Neeson's wife, last name Richardson, the one who died Natasha skiing? Richardson, yeah. Are you related? I hope so. I don't think so. She's Maybe. a white chick. She's You're white with blonde hair. Richardson is like a very common last name yeah. though, right? Yeah. It's very white. What so. I love you is You need that to get on Ancestry.com. Find your little leafs or whatever. Do you get told that your voice doesn't match your face? All the time. Yeah. They're like, who is this young man talking to? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's very alarming. Yeah. Uh, I, I like, did you grow up pretty or did you become, we're talking um, to Leah Richardson. You work nice. as a stand-up comedian and also a model. Yeah. And, yeah. And uh, whatever box, you know, whatever's going to pay you in LA, All right? All the things, you know? Yeah. Uh, acting sometimes. But yeah. Um, I know I was pretty, aw- I mean, typical story. I was pretty awkward growing up and like, and then I started modeling around 15, 16 and I started to look not, I, you know what I'm saying? Like not, <laughs> I looked like Joe Dirt's son for many years. I had a mullet. Um, I had a big gap in my teeth. They grew, no braces though. Just magically grew wow, together. Wow, you're so lucky. Um, no Thank braces. You. My sister no was the same. Yeah. She never had braces and my brother and I have such fucked teeth. Like right. mine will never be straight. I literally, like in the time it takes me to take off my retainers and brush my teeth first thing in the morning, like they've already gone crooked again. You have to wear it at night? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one of my blessings. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> so totally, lucky. that's just one thing Dang, I got going bro. for me. <laughs> But uh, yeah, well, man, so I was a really awkward kid. And then I just, I don't know. I, I really just started caring more about my appearance in high school. And I think that helped. Like, I started well, wearing makeup. Well, because on your, in stand-up, you, you have a joke about kind of like, yeah, a, fu- a funny uncle joke. A funny, yeah, you know, yeah. uncle joke. But uh, I, maybe, we, so we just did the Mimosa show. Again, I don't know exactly when this podcast is coming up. But we just did the September Mimosa show. You crushed it. Great Thanks, set. Dude. Thanks, And uh, in, uh, maybe at the end, I, I, I professionally record the Mimosa show, so maybe I could play a clip yeah. from it if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, don't mind. I'd love yeah. to play your uncle cl- clip because I don't want to make Please. you do your material now. That's weird. <laughs> but um, <laughs> did, did you ha- really have a creepy uncle? Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's dead now. But um, I mean, that's, he just said creepy things. He never like, you know. Was creepy. Yeah, he, yeah. Never, he never put his hand on my thigh or anything. But like he definitely thought about it. <laughs> he did with, he yeah. with his eyes. <laughs> he, he, he undressed me with his eyes a lot. No, I'm Uncles get a bad rap and I wonder if like no one's like oh this aunt was kind of you know you always talk about your kooky aunts though really yeah but i guess i don't know it's like maybe you're just at this place of inappropriateness Mm -hmm. as an uncle where you're like 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 uh you know like for me i've got my my sister uh has four kids under the age of six right wow so like i can just come and go and be a piece of shit i don't have to share a life wisdom that's the beauty of an uncle Mm-hmm. I don't have to just, you know, I can just like, sh- they'll be like, oh, so what, does what Uncle you're Dave basically do? saying is that you get to skate through life without any yeah. expectations like women have. 
and also that men are generally creepier than women. True. You see, yeah. she really bundles up this feminist energy. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah, no, as an uncle, if I was a dad, I'd have to every like if, if my kid came home with a you know cut got bullied, I'd have to make it a whole thing. As an uncle, I can just come in and be like, oh, you know, I could just be like that hungover, you know what I mean? Just like yeah. piece of shit uncle. When I whenever I visit, you know, I could just be like, ugh. You know, Uncle Dave's. They're always like, "What does Uncle Dave do?" My my sister's probably like, "Oh, Uncle Dave." Like, I have no idea Dude. what she even describes our life as because it's so different. She's putting I them in it. Bible camp, and I'm like, "I was raised Catholic, and I'm not against you know a lot of the principles of love and this and that." But also, like, I'm like, "Oh boy, you're just you know cult my mastering these kids." You know what I mean? Like, you know who who like they're gonna grow up into their own people. Like they need yeah. to. They're gonna have to find out that that uh, dinosaurs and humans didn't share. Noah's Ark together like they're gonna have you know right. what I mean like Tasha's from the same town or close to the town where the Noah's Ark museum is really yeah it's basically the people that think that dinosaurs and humans lived at the same time what's it uh, called it's not called Noah's Ark museum but they have like a full built to scale mm. listen Ark. you gotta read the Yelp <laughs> reviews of this place the I Yelp reviews go. oh it's amazing. called the creationist museum it's the, the creation of course. in Kentucky. Yeah, look it up. Creationist. Because you're, so you're from, from Kentucky. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from Rhode Island. Sick. So, so like we have like a New England shame to us, but we don't. But you're I from you're it. from Oregon. I'm from Oregon. Now we uh, you, do you know Jackie Brown? No. She was on the podcast a few months ago, and Jackie's also from Oregon. You guys have the same I do like, know talk Jackie about kind Brown. of growing up in a trashy. I met her at Fourth Wall. Yeah. I, I just forgot her last name. She's like a pretty blonde. Yeah. Exactly. Has a similar. She's like from Washington, I think. Oh, yeah. maybe that's right. But yeah. it's the same Pacific Northwest. There's a lot of. You but know. were you from that sort of Oregon? That was I because I've only thought of like Portland and like Starbucks. I never thought I of. No, that's what people think. Like where they have the, the you know the fancy coffees that take an hour to make and just like hipsters everywhere but there's like a whole like Oregon's pretty redneck Big. like there's a lot of farmland a lot of farm culture Were you from redneck part yeah of- an hour west I grew up an hour west of Portland it's more suburban now but growing up it's like there was a field next to my house with horses and like you know cows and like but does like everyone you grew up with do they stay in town is it one of those like towny places um yeah some people stay or they move to Portland they move the whole hour Portland, <laughs> a big city. Take that leap of faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the way to Portland with the cardigans <laughs> on. No, because yeah. are, are you like a big deal when you go back? Like, are you this like Hollywood not, celebrity? Not really? No. I think I think a lot of people are confused. They're like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> like, but they're but actually that's you're right. They they think it's more exciting than it is. Like, I'm on a hair box dye right now that's only at Walmart. And, like my friends back home think it's the coolest thing. And I like, saw that photo. I made yeah, maybe five hundred bucks from that. It's like, and they can use it forever. What type? Yeah. Of, so what type of hair product is it? It's like temporary dye it's for a splat like if you want purple streaks for a day and then it washes out hopefully we have a pretty good size following hopefully somebody has you on their hair right now <laughs> they've got the purple splats and like you're talking to the purple splat model hopefully a teenager pretty good that's, get. Who, yeah. that's the market <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah that's fucking interesting because we were talking before we, we aired here where Tasha was like do you have a hair agent model do you have a hair model agent do you have it's like it's it's such a specific city yeah. where you need you need like representation to get you in the door with a hair model mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or if you want to do stunts, you have to have a stunt sports agency yeah. or all this bullshit. Is and then you also, wh- were you, are you in a band or what? You're a musician as well. Yeah, so I know I do some ADD. Um, yeah, I'm a <laughs> singer songwriter and I I release singles on Spotify sometimes. And I just played a show last night. Um, I don't know if that's like my main pursuit. I just really enjoy it. Um, I think comedy is more my thing these days. But yeah, I do music. How did you go yeah. from music to comedy? How did you decide um, that this was a better identity? My friend that's a comic was like, you should try stand up. Um, 
and uh yeah and then i just started. what a shitty friend that is to what a horrible dinner. friend i'm like basically he's like you have problems and you need to do that therefore do stand up yeah. well because uh, tasha's got the best of both worlds she gets yeah. to come to the mimosa show mm-hmm. sit on the crown chair have fun and then peace the fuck out where we're stuck with the crippling anxiety of like as soon as the good set we both had good sets as yeah. soon as the good set is over it's kind of like okay well what else <laughs> what next i know Greg, yeah that material like i i just did old jokes about my family because i'm going to go home and see my family so i'm like oh, i'll run some of these jokes so it's like even if they did well it's like yeah well good i run four years ago like who cares I know, it's dude, like there's never feel that feeling of like do you can, as a musician can you feel like oh we played a good set we sang good music and just be happy <laughs> yeah some but i'm very critical of myself there too i'm like oh i hope that sounded right but um yeah i usually feel pretty good as long as you have fun that's yeah now your boyfriend that uh-huh. you live with mm-hmm. is also a stand-up comedian yeah he's and he's done it for a longer time like a year a year longer oh, okay not, 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 yeah that's, that's we kind of start around the same time no because yeah. i loved it you were hosting at the haha and you brought up that you were like this next comedian i live with and then you brought him up and then he's like that was my girlfriend i, know. <laughs> <laughs> I just made is it that a like bit that you guys roommate? do together i was like they could hit the road together I traveling. Should. We, we have done stand-up together as a duo act um that was just leon our friend leon had us do it he's like just get up there and riff and we were like this is gonna be terrible and then it got like a really good response and we're like maybe we should do this together wow, but yeah that's I, cool. I don't know i feel so gross being like oh it's my boyfriend the next comic to the stage is my boyfriend i just feel weird <laughs> saying it so it's weird because yeah. i've had this issue with tasha where i brought her up i'll be like hey get up for tasha she's in the audience and then i'll be doing a joke about my lady and then people will be kind of weird about it so like i have a couple jokes that not because tasha c- cares about them but they don't work well because i'm kind of making fun of women you know, at least in the relationship sense. So I'm like, I can't be like, oh, like I can't do that with Tasha in the room because they're kind of like, oh, I feel like we're sh- shitting on the person that's in the room, you know? Oh. But I don't think it goes the other way. You could probably shit on your boyfriend all day long and no one's going to care. Yeah, we it's- both have jokes that kind of shit on each other, but we run them by each other first just to be like, is this cool? Is this cool? You know? Are you, are you guys ever like fighting and then just you both say something stupid and you just go to your notepads like, okay, yeah. that's another minute on that. Yeah, there has been moments like that where like we got in an argument and I said something really stupid. I was like, you, you don't want to set this off. <laughs> like it became like like I think I'm so hard all of a sudden like an 80s wrestler I'm like let's take it to the cage brother like I just got like so I wrote that down because I'm like why would I say that you, you don't want to set this up. like am I Dr. Dre I don't know how, <laughs> yeah. how long did you date before you moved in together um a year and a half I think oh, that's so pretty healthy. it was a little early maybe I don't know no, I feel like that's a, a plenty yeah I feel like we kind of knew of I was also just in a bad situation I had like a really gross apartment with like bed bugs and rats oh, and a Jesus. stalker. <laughs> so my boyfriend's like, maybe it's time to like not live there. And I was like, let's, let's do it. So Isn't that helped funny me. how that in yeah. Los Angeles, we were kind of the same it's way. It's like we're necessity. Well, not really like, like necessity, but like he, he lived in, uh, we call it a frat house because it was like guys from your fraternity. But central right? air, pool, patio. Yeah. No, it was, it was a, nice a really nice place in Just North with Hollywood. Just a couple alcoholics that couldn't, you yeah. know, it was a bunch charts. of dudes that don't pick up after themselves. So it was kind it was of really, It was really totally. one guy. It was one guy that was totally. a problem. One guy that was a problem. Anyway, but the owner was selling the house. So it's like, well, mm. we've been dating a while. Mm-hmm. Like no, either you that's move not in why, with me That's or not why I moved in with you. I had, I had already moved in with you kind of short term. We did we did it in a fun way where it was a fun way where like we didn't have a commitment like a giant commitment. I still had all of my shit. Basically I had a I had a buddy living on my couch. I always say we had like five roommates. We had plus the guy on the couch. There's always yeah. a guy on the couch. There's, There's always like the living room one. We had yeah. two our 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 dining room was also a living room. Like we just had couches that when you're a single guy couches are everywhere. You just see a couch yeah. you bring it home. It's just an orphanage of couches. <laughs> so we had one guy in the couch that had a curtain behind it. So he was like the Wizard of Oz kid, right? Oh my God. And, that, and then and then I and then 
you know, other roommates were like, hey, man, is he going to chip in? I was like, yeah, he should chip in. It was like fourth month, right? Because I, I, know, I know when I moved here, if you'll live on that couch as long as they'll let you. Yeah. And then one day they're kind of like, <clears throat> we've had a meeting. And so anyway, I was like, well, you just take my room. Just take my room, start paying my rent, and I'll just go move in with Tasha where I was already here five nights a week. So yeah. I was like, that'll ease up our kind of like issue of not always being, you know, together or whatever now there was an issue but you know you know just two, have two different schedules and trying to like coordinate in los yeah. angeles when you're like uh traffic's gonna be an hour and a half right now I don't yeah. know but i had to leave at the time a house with a pool where like any free time Oof. was spent with my toes in the water That's getting nice. some writing done i had to leave that to come here i had like a i had like a cooler with a wheelie you know wheels on it mm-hmm. that couldn't it just literally couldn't fit in our apartment so i had to like leave it outside a homeless guy's <laughs> got my furniture now like yeah. i had to really sa- i had really really sacrificed a lot of things tasha yeah. just so you know uh, it's for love, but anyway so she's like so she yeah. got basically her rent cut in half and mine went down maybe like 80 bucks my, my rent really was cheap at the other place but anyway was it? so yeah. we so we kind of moved in with like oh uh, you know we'll just feels you know i don't think you've lived with have you lived with any boyfriends before yeah but like now you know you, you were living here alone for a while yeah i came into yes. her zone which Ooh. has been part of the thing we've had an issue with because it's like we have to we have to make it ours yeah versus me like you know sleepover camp you know totally i also moved into my boyfriend's space and he's been there for forever you know and um and that's what my friends kept saying you got to make it your own you got to make it but like it was already so nice and he's like he's the decorator of the relationship like he's kind of the woman in some way (laughs) and people come over and they're like and they always just assume it's me they're like i love your place it's so cute like you're so good and i was like i didn't have anything to do with this (laughs) thank you um, but not me (laughs) most guys you know the only plant they own is the mold growing up the shower curtain or whatever that was like me when he would visit me at my shitty apartment i had like one poster of the strokes and like a jar of pickles in the fridge (laughs) (laughs) like i was kind of like the bachelor you are a bro i'm kind of oh my gosh and he's like he's got such good taste and nice furniture like i don't know so um is it so was there anything when you moved in that was like that's got to go that you know your toothbrush is too close to the toilet was there anything that just like didn't vibe with you right no if anything it was my stuff didn't vibe (laughs) it's like i don't know i'm trying to think not really no no. you just moved in and it worked it just worked i mean i I brought the dog i brought a dog that's what i contributed Mm -hmm. that's that's something yeah so because it's interesting a lot of people you know the dynamics change when you're kind of on top of each other and you yeah. have to figure that have you lived with any boyfriends before um no he's the first one i think it was more of an adjustment for him than me um i'm the messier one and he's super clean so i think that re- i got on his nerves for a while but he he like kind of trained me into being a cleaner person he's like made me a better person so. wow yeah. I didn't what, realize are, what were his tips I'm like can he give messy, me tips for training like how did he um, do it well just a lot of shaming no i'm kidding um <laughs> i didn't realize leah and i are the like long lost twins or something. I'm an older twin. You, uh, you, you, you baked a little longer, but you no, know, we're like, yeah. Right. Cause you can be trained into someone who's a little more uh, OCD or clean or, right. you know, has good habits. Boy, or, but I've been really training for like almost six <laughs> years now. And I, I wish things were moving a little faster. Oh, stop. <laughs> I, I get it's it. pretty good. It's pretty good. Well, I did notice like life is better when it's more organized and when you can, when things are clean. And I just didn't know that before. So, yeah. I was like, well, Oh, this is a nice way of living. Some, sometimes, <laughs> creatives and not to say yeah. it's like no not, that's not, such a no, sometimes you're a little messier and you live a little like i'm i'm kind of like a, a like that's a, a fake thing that they just made <laughs> up that like messy people adopted 
Well, the yeah. other day, like I, I, uh, <laughs> the other day I was like, y- y- the toilet paper was empty and I didn't replace it and it was right next to it, but I mopped the kitchen floor and, and Tasha was like, why the fuck didn't you just replace I the mean, toilet I paper? I mean, I literally watched you use the last thing for whatever you were doing, cleaning or something. I watched him pull off the last one <laughs> and then not change but it. But that's, that's just the attention span I'm working with, but I, but I mopped the floor. So I'm like, and I wasn't mad. I was just like, look, I just so you know, like I did things that were of a lot more value than replacing a toilet paper, but you're right. I didn't think to do it. And I like, was just letting her know out loud. Just be like, you don't think I'm purposely trying to start shit with you. No, I just can't believe that. Like when you use the last one, you don't immediately change it. I don't know. I just, I can't, my, I can't fathom that. That's a part of it is like wrapping your head around the fact that my highways in my head aren't the same ones yours are. And that's what you have to learn when you live with someone is to not fight over something that's like, oh, you you have to have this like real to your core empathy that the other person's not trying to fuck with you. Dude, I got my boyfriend so good the other day because he can be a little bit of a nag, a little bit of a tyrant, not like a tyrant, but a nag, you know? And I, and I was like, you know, is this getting you the result you want? You keep trying the same thing over and over again. That's the definition of insanity. You keep nagging me, but are you getting the result you want? And he's like, no. And I was like, it's time to try something different. You know, wow. try, to, try to try to empathize with where my head's at. It was very manipulative. I was actually kind of <laughs> proud of myself because usually I'm just like, you're right. I'm sorry. But, yeah. You're going to see me one day with like a black eye and you're like, what's the matter? I'll be like, I told Tasha, is this the result you want? <laughs> and then she just cold clocked me. <laughs> no, but I like that. It's like because communicating feels like it's one way like one person's talking to the other person but the truth is it's like if you're just playing racquetball and hitting shit off the wall right it's like it's just coming right back at you like you need to really understand if the other ones gets what you're saying right yeah. and that's and that's yeah. and that's healthy to be to it's healthy, it's healthy <laughs> sorry my mic fell it's healthy for you to tell him that but also in which ways are you trying to communicate like uh that's not natural to you to help him Hmm. Wait. Say that. What last part again? Like, <laughs> like, which ways are you adjusting your communication style to help to make him? sure he can listen? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. Um. I'm. 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 I. I. I stay positive, uh, and I just. I don't know. I just try to. Um. Just be more upfront and honest. Because before I would just not communicate. I'm just learning how to communicate. <laughs> um. I don't know if I answered your question at all, but um. No, but no. I mean, yeah. that, that's just part of it. Is you think you know we, we you really think you've mastered the art of communicating because you've got friends and you've, mm-hmm. and you have a job and this and that, and that's but all structured. But each until you person is individual in their like way of listening and learning yeah. and understanding, you know, yeah, it's like, yeah, it, yeah. It, yeah. So like when you, so, so, so you started modeling when you're 15, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tasha, please get comfortable. Just put your legs all over <laughs> me for those listening on the audio only. Tasha <laughs> likes to get, by the way, Tasha, you've got your, your bra hanging out and I don't Ooh. mind it. Is that part of the look or is this? Yeah, because I, it's I a like very it. conservative top. And so I felt like it needed to be like sexed up a little. So you get a little like lace it. bra hanging little, out. I'm like, fine. No, but it's like a peekaboo. But the way I'm sitting is like Dude. not a peekaboo. It's like a. Do you watch Handmaid's Tale? Yeah. What are the wives called? The. Uh, yeah you're like a wife on like a loose day like (laughs) like on her day off yeah because she's got like the uh, cinderella maid jumper (laughs) dress on but with a tit hanging out just trying to promote the youtube you guys you watch this yeah Uh, yeah i'm sorry i like i said my my uh i digress but uh so you so you get so you start modeling at 15 you know Mm -hmm. women's bodies kind of like uh, most times develop before guys uh, um emotional ability to deal with that does so like are you are you 
does you, like are you sex uh, looking like a woman before you feel like one? Yeah, because like, you're modeling. Did. Like you're supposed to be like glamorous mm-hmm. or sexy, but you're 15 or 16. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, yeah, and I got tits real early, guys. <laughs> Not to brag, but uh, they came in at 12. Uh, double D's. I'm hiding. I hide them pretty again. Wow. Go to the congrats. YouTube. No, don't let them know. She's. I'm not trying to brag. Out. <laughs> I'm not trying to brag. I, but a child with double D's, like that's a lot. Um, but yeah, so I did. I was start. I, I could tell I was a woman when men from cars were yelling things at me when I'd be walking to school. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> this is happening. You're like, I'm 15, um, asshole. I know, seriously. I was what like, was that uh, line you said you used on your boyfriend that he made fun of you for? You're like, don't mess with this. What was oh the yeah, line? you don't want to set this. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> that's a great way to get punched. <laughs> like, yeah. sexy. Like, you don't want to set this up. Like, no, that's I, I, exactly yeah. why we're yelling at you. I do remember like one guy did say, "You want to suck my dick?" I was like, "You want to suck mine?" And I was like, 14. <laughs> why would i yell that i'm so glad i wasn't kidnapped but um but yeah i but i've always been a tomboy i was raised with like a brother and like i was always kind of a tomboy so um i would just like i kind of broed out even more when i like became more womanly looking because i wanted to like repel i would just repel guys with my personality <laughs> like i would belch in class and i was kind of gross let me like, tell you if yeah. you have double d's and you're belching guys don't give a shit that's about true your belching. I've learned, <laughs> you, you got yeah, yeah. shit on his feet it doesn't that got far. That was too and far. I, yeah. And I did. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're, um, so you're, you're coping by broing out mm-hmm. and then, but are there any guys that are actually like, are you dating any guys like your high school years or are you just, I didn't really date. No, I went on a few dates here and there. I guess I kind of had a boy. We never kissed. Um, no, I didn't really like date someone and kiss anyone until I was like 17, almost 18. So I waited a minute. And then, but, um, and then did it take like a, I always feel like it's a guy who's one or two years older. Who's, who's, emotionally at a place to be able to like go in for a first kiss Do you know what i mean yeah. like if you're like 16 and a 16 year old guy you you're out there fully developed and then there's a dude who's like i mean i was like a fucking loser when yeah. it, like i was friends with everybody but like yeah. i i was so nervous to even emotionally think i could be with a woman that or a girl that i would just like I would walk myself into the friend zone. Like, oh, here we are. Let's go right in because it was yeah. easier than even dealing with the emotion of maybe trying to. Like, I don't know if I don't know if women, if you guys have that same problem. I always tease Tasha that she's never had to learn how to hit on a guy ever once in her life, and you're probably the same way. Where like, if you guys were single, you could just go into a bar. Tasha's got her handmaid's titty out. You got the double D's. You just go out there and like talk politics. It doesn't matter, and then yeah. belch all you want, and then right. you're gonna get hit on him and buy drinks. I mean, did you ever have to like? Have you ever ha- saw a guy and had to go hit? on him no <laughs> well maybe when i was i maybe like in middle school beginning of high school i felt i didn't feel attractive to men then but so I no because yeah it's and, it, and again i don't not that i, I was hitting on guys at that age <laughs> yeah it's like I, not your priority You're yeah like, but i wasn't getting the attention that i maybe get now so well i yeah. only ask this because men we we're like looney tunes we're like wily mm. coyote where we've got we got plans. We're like, all right, these are the blueprints of the gymnasium for the school dance. You know that like Shannon gets jiggy with it and like stairway to heaven. So if you're over there by the bubbler, then we, and like we're fucking guys are, we used to do push-ups before school dances wow. to like try, try to like get a good blood flow <laughs> to try to like look bigger. But yeah. like we'd also have like a boxy dress shirt on, so you couldn't see anything underneath our dress shirt. <laughs> we we're like fucking. We would yeah, we would literally be doing push-ups behind yeah. the school. Why? All those be- hormones, man. Yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> energy. 
you're just you're just a like a Red Bull with yeah. jeans on, just energy, yeah. and you don't know what to do about it. And that's where it can be it can be dangerous as a guy, especially like if you start drinking in high school or whatever, because like you're not gonna learn how to hit on a girl. You're not gonna learn how like all the basic things. And we all know stories of like guys who like a guy from the baseball team who like you know f- you know do something like you know illegal. Like, uh, you know, you know what I mean? Because like they fucking never learned how to like use to like grow up through their, you're looking at me, Tasha, like I don't have a point I, here. I, I'm, I'm so lost. Are you following? <laughs> kind of. I was just going to say, I don't, I don't envy men having to approach women. Like that does seem like we're kind of lucky that we don't necessarily have to do that. Cause like I, my, uh, veterinarian's a really pretty woman and I wanted to tell her and I was like, today's the day I want to tell, her. I'm just going to tell her. I'm going to, cause I need to acknowledge other women. And like, I want to tell, and I got so nervous and I was like, is this what it's like to be a man? Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to approach her. And like, and then I told yeah, you her, you don't want to be creepy. Like you're really pretty. I'm not trying to be creepy. Yeah, but and I was like, not really to be pretty. weird, not to be weird. And she was like, Oh my God, really? I need, so needed to hear that. And I was like, so glad I, so yeah. glad. you got to tell them. You got to tell people. Cause even if, I appro- even if I you know am a good looking person approaching a good looking person, mm-hmm. they've got to be single. They've got to be wanting to be approached. They've well, got to be all these different things. Sure, but I think you could just be kind. Yeah, but also if you're the seventh guy in a row to be kind to a woman at a bar or something, she might just be like, you know what, fuck off. And you're like, I'm gonna go fuck myself now. And you just kind of like, I I got to the place pretty quickly where like it stings for a minute. But if you're with your buddies, they'll just punch you and be like, ah, you fucking idiot. Like you you couldn't kind of like. It's, you get like it, it's like a camaraderie experience. But getting I do shut think down. that like as much as like I don't envy guys mm-hmm. being like initiators in our society, right, right. I also think that like we don't get enough credit for all of the bullshit that we have to deal with so, that right. they have a- no freaking men. idea well, about. What I wanted yeah. to say was that it's not a binary thing. It's not so like if I'm like, well, it's really hard for men to hit on women. It doesn't mean that it, you guys don't have to deal with being catcalled at 14 or crazy shit. It's just different. Mm-hmm. So like we've all got different things we have to deal with. Yeah. But like you but, see like, these. It's like skills that you learn in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and unfortunately, we we talked about this with Leah Lamar, who was on the show earlier. We had, we booked two Leahs on the Mimosa show. <laughs> I made sure you didn't go next to each other because I think that would have set off like the time continuum or something. <laughs> two Leahs following each other. I on loved stand-up. it. Uh, yeah, she was great. And um, Leah um, mentioned. Oh, fuck, I already I floated by what I was going to say about her. But we were talking about how you need to. Um, I'm waiting for the words to come. I totally blanked. What were we just talking about? Uh, d- how we have to develop different skill sets. Oh yeah, sets. like you have to be able to. Unfortunately, you you can't like. Okay, so like I so, I am in a long term relationship. I women, other female comedians know I'm probably not trying to fuck them if I talk to them. Yeah. But like, if I was single, you might give me attitude because you don't want to deal with the fact. Not you specifically, but other. And uh, I mean, it happens yeah. like <laughs> where like you might not want to be like feeling like super energetic you or don't lovely. want to be too nice to someone who's single because mm-hmm. they might misunderstand because everyone I, I, I will speak for women when i say this that i think every woman's had that experience where you're just having a nice day happy day you're just being polite and then some dude follows nice. you for six years you've got this guy that won't stop messaging you for years on instagram and you're really? probably nice to him one day yeah and they and now you're just like an asshole to him but you were nice to him that one day so he's <laughs> like he crazy thinks he, so and it's sad that like that's what men pick up on we kind of like will sometimes you know, take whatever negative, you know, just like isolate. Oh, wow. She, she high fived me that one time. It's like, yeah, bro, you're running a marathon. Everyone was high fiving everyone. You know what I mean? Like, and then we'll, and then we'll use that as like our sort of, that's in our DNA to like have that dumb hopefulness to think we're going to actually get laid. Right. And that's what keeps our species going. (laughs) <laughs> Damn, it's being a woman is terrifying because uh, my friend was saying that, yeah, the other day I was just she just moved to 
what's it called? Somewhere in Arkansas. What's that city? Doesn't matter. Little and, Rock. Um, Little Rock. Yeah. And she was like, I was walking around and there was like a, a UPS guy and like he smiled at me and I smiled back because I'm a nice person having a nice day. And then he just started following her. He's like, hey, you know, like, and he was just hitting on her and he just started following her. And she, she had to be like, please, please stop. You're a federal employee. Can you just like focus on your job and not <laughs> talk to me? I pay for you. And, and she's like, and now she's like scared because he got, he got, not you know re- upset and uh and she was like he knows where i live and like he could get i don't know like he know because he knows where she lives and it's just yeah, scary but it's like and what like uh, there's obviously gonna... a disconnect there but you know yeah. uh, hopefully not but there's a right. small percentage of people that just like are right. so far off that rocker yeah that like they can't comprehend not that all guys are murderers but like that you know there's a, that's always in the back of your mind as a woman so, that guy's probably totally fine you never know though and then and then i'll <laughs> yeah. counter that with that's yeah. never ever a thought that a guy has to have right and so we just uh, no and it's good mm-hmm. we're talking about it and it's good that in society we're talking about that but that's mm-hmm. so like i i was kind of i just started looking into the different types of empathy because i can find myself defending i was going to post this on facebook like name a villain i'll find a way to defend them and i was like let's just not go there but like you could find a way to defend anybody you take mm-hmm. donald trump it's like he i mean he had a fucked up childhood you know like everyone's fucked up i'm not saying it's right but i have this empathy where i can be like i can see the bachelor contestant that tasha hates and be like yeah well i can just so for like your case it's mm-hmm. like you you know she sees a federal employee who's got who's like an adult and i see a 16 year old who never developed the yeah. social aware oh you know whatever it is it doesn't make it right yeah. and again she has to you know the limbic system she has to have that fight or flight mentality for her survival but i also see guys that yeah. are getting rejected when they don't even think like there was one there was i'm sorry there was a one comic i think this was also leah lamar on her set was talking about how her uber driver uh, facebook friender and 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 she never gave him her last name he just searched leah comic or whatever maybe it was a different comedian who told this joke but either way this was from yesterday i heard it but i was like oh yeah that's that's a guy move yeah if a single guy if i'm if i'm driving uber and i'm single and i meet a chick and i'm like oh shit i should have got her info i'll do a quick google search i know where she lives it's weird yeah but and it's like it's just charm is 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 decided with whether or not the lady likes him back that's yeah. the decision right you know what i mean right, i right, mean right. that's that's still a little that's one step too far to i'm just like, saying yeah. if she really liked him th- and then it's a rom com. it really depends on the score right the type of music beh- well that just goes because behind. we've been watching shitty non-feminist movies our whole lives doesn't mean that yeah i mean have like, you have you had your as a pretty lady have you had like guys kind of impress you with their levels of stalking um, do they do you get this dms sliding in I, I don't not I mean no I'm usually just weirded out. <laughs> yeah, not impressed. There's yeah. no impressed. I've there. never had a guy like pursue me hardcore that you know where I was like yeah I'm usually like Ooh. try <laughs> harder yeah, screenshots yeah, yeah. in case you go missing right yeah, but it's all, it also helps that you're you taken like no, oh yeah no taken, no but, totally yeah. I also just listen to too much true crime so I'm just overly paranoid <laughs> probably and I also have pepper spray and a taser like I'm just ready I'm just ready to go. How long have you been dating your boyfriend? <laughs> Uh, almost four years, three almost and a half. Four years. Yeah, it's been a minute. Is he the one? Yeah, I would say so. Wow. I mean, hey, how I long know. did it take for you guys to know that? Um, I don't know. Like, I guess, I guess, like, you know, we went on a trip like six months in. We went to Panama, and we just traveled really well together. We've been to like a few countries now together, like Mexico, Thailand, and we. I don't know why, but that was a moment for me. I'm like, I can be with you for two weeks straight and not be sick of you. That's amazing. If I you can, if like, you can, like, shit 
in in like second world countries like i'm sure panama has some situations where you had to like you know shit in a small hotel with each other i feel like that's thailand we shit in holes in the ground you just went to thailand when you went to thailand that was like a year ago yeah 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 where'd you go in thailand we went all over like uh shang mai and hopped around the islands phuket and all these we just did phuket and kosamui oh cool man i didn't do kosamui but But phuket uh, was where we had the bathroom was connected to the bedroom without like there was a wall but it didn't hit the ceiling so there was like uh, it was just i mean it was a lot lovely sweet it was a beautiful bathroom but it was just kind of like yeah open air there so wasn't for, when, really him so when, when tasha needed to use the bathroom i went for a walk <laughs> and then when i need to use the bathroom she's like no just waiting here and i was like you're this is for me not for you <laughs> like, this is for me to know i've got because one time I'll, I'll never forget i'll never forget this i had i had left my phone on um uh, what's it called? What's the mode called where Tasha could see it on the TV? My oh. phone. Was it was, we were probably watching a football, football game or, or something. something. And yeah. so like airplay was on oh, and right. he went to the bathroom <laughs> and he brought his phone. And then all of a sudden, like the TV hadn't been like lit up. But it's right? me but like the scrolling. Airplay was still it's, active. It's me scrolling <laughs> one Facebook status. Like, you know, like, you know, you ever get to a good, you're like, Oh, 78 comments. And you then know? you like oh, click yeah. on the comments. It was so funny oh, to watch what so he was doing while he was taking a shit. videotaping it laughing <laughs> so the whole video is me scrolling a facebook video. status and then i stop and then you hear a flush <laughs> oh my god so and then funny. i came out i was like yeah you got me there's nothing <laughs> how you pass the time on the toilet well not that i did anything that no one else does but she's no, just like just at least funny. you weren't scrolling through like like butt accounts i know yeah. just, you know you, yeah. you ever there's like open them up and you like see into someone's soul for, you, you, you ever you, you look at a photo you can use that you can zoom in zoom yeah. in on a photo we all look at asses mm-hmm Tasha, you don't look at asses? Sure, I look at a she, nice she, butt every once in a while. She looks at butts. You gotta look at butts. I'm just Everybody like, looks at butts. Everyone look, who doesn't, you know? We had, so we, we had posted some photos from uh, from Thailand, and uh, we have a couple photographer friends, and one photographer friend said I did a phenomenal job on a photo Tasha, of Tasha. Mm. You should pull that photo up. That's I'm like a right That's like a commercial quality photo. He nice. did do a very good job, but let me take proper credit that yes. this is almost six years of training and fights and trying to explain to him how to take a good photo with a good you perspective know, where I don't look like I have one inch legs. I have had to teach my boyfriend the same thing. He's still learning, but uh, yeah, well, like, it's, it's, there'll it's be a, a huge shadow on my face. He's like, it's great. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. How do you look at it? It's like the same as the toilet paper roll. Like how yeah. do you look at this and Shoots think that this is here. okay? Well, we yeah. do this, so <laughs> my buddy Channing and I do this new web series called posers where we, uh-huh. we do, we take these mics and we do, play-by-play commentary of people taking photos at murals so yeah. we make it a sports game where we're like doing this and you know women they'll spend 20 minutes 30 minutes at the thing and i swear to god these two dudes zip up to the mural on a lime scooter one photo and zip away and i was like that's it no guys taking you got it it's almost like guys take photos as like evidence yeah. boom everyone's in the shot got it mm-hmm. women take you guys do it as art but there's no art involved with it the male who? men do. oh with your oh. brains is that I'm what you're with about men, to say because every boyfriend's like the same every boyfriend's the same no one's like my boyfriend's amazing at taking photos no it's like that's not true i know lots of influencers with boyfriends and husbands that are excellent like, at taking photos listen true. their that's souls true. are gone no they're making a fortune they're making half a million dollars a Dude. year traveling around the world oh shooting God. for brands the dream yeah i don't know if that money is dream. worth it 
You're I'm just saying, so full of shit. You would I, live that life. When, when you see, look, so, so we're, so we're, so again, we we spent an afternoon just, we just psychoanalyzed this, right? We're watch, we see, and we see this lady taking photos or some girl taking photos, and then she walks away like with an attitude with her phone and puts her phone behind her, and the boyfriend just grabs the phone, like he knew what to do. <laughs> he was her assistant, <laughs> and the in the Instagram boyfriend, like Tasha, I'm there when we communicate, right? I'm there and want to take your photos, and we've done a much better job mm-hmm. of being like, we'll be on the beach on the babe look the first 150 takes are going to be horrible yeah. let's just get them out of the way let's let's just get it to the point where you like the good photo and then and then go through her photos i've been doing a really good job i get the legs and this and that nice. it's just a different priorities than i used to look for in a photo i used to <laughs> try to just press the button and now it's like oh you need to have the leg you know you you want to i you it's a it's, it's a different art and and i'm so i see this lady just give her phone to her boyfriend i'm like oh there's this business uh, couples aren't good at business transactions so it's it's a, it's a form of communicating I think a lot of couples are bad at where it's like the guy doesn't want to look like an idiot the girl doesn't get the photo right so so it's a way for you to see in public people's shitty communication like you don't get to see two couples fighting over Yelp where they want to go but you can see them at a mural you know with a chick being like all mad because you know he got the perfect shot and it turns out you know her forehead's cut off because he was too focused on you know featuring her shoes or something that was right. very specific I did that <laughs> but like I don't know so I don't know so I just I, I empathize with men when I I think Jesus Christ there's no equivalent to things men make women do for them you know we this society where we just flip the camera around is very strange you have to admit it's very strange how like we have to be we can't just take a photo of a bridge we have to be in the photo of the bridge Hmm. you know what I mean yeah, it's I don't know. It's just a new thing. Instagram's yeah. a new it's thing. A new, it's a whole new. Anyway, beast. go to Tasha's Instagram and see the photos I took because the photographer said they were great. To. And then the first thing she said was, "Well, I had to train him." He's like, "Just appreciate the good photo." No one's like, "Oh, that's a great Picasso." Well, you should have seen his early work. He was horrible. It's like I got to that photo. I get it. it takes two to use a clock. And it, I just want a little bit of credit. And the deck, the deck was dry, so I like wetted down. I wet down the deck because I, you know, oh. I come from a production background. I've wow. been in a movie or two, so I'm like, I'm doing props. I'm wetting the deck down i'm like i really had this thing looking slick it's a good photo damn i'm gonna check this out yeah i feel (laughs) like you should just show her the photo just show her the photo why we're on we're recording a podcast (laughs) anyway go to tasha courtney on instagram i'm gonna check it out it's awesome (laughs) i love that that you guys like collaborate that's well i'm gonna have to train my dude to be more of a listen no don't you don't for his sake i'm not quite there yet i only have twelve thousand followers hey twelve thousand followers that's a good start well you heard my joke earlier about using a bot to help me get (laughs) oh yeah you know what and i've and i love that joke so much because i i had a bot and i still deal with people that Uh i've been i've been kicked off shows because they think i unfriended them because i hit a bot and i unfollowed people it's happened and some people are that insecure i've never really cared much i'm like oh you know i can assume that that people manipulate social media so i don't care but but this happened and um someone messaged me and they're like why are why did you follow me and i was like i don't know you know it's just whatever and they go this is my son's uh account and uh, he committed suicide and we use it to w- raise awareness. And I don't, I was, so she was like wor- wondering why like an adult male was following right, her. And I was like, right. now I need to look at this 15 year old who killed him. Like I was Dude. like, this wouldn't have happened if I didn't run a bot to go auto follow people. Do you ever like come clean? Cause I've gotten messages like that where I'm just super honest where they're like, why are you following me? Or they're like, or that woman that wrote a post about her dead mom. And I was like, cool post, but it was the bot, not me. Yeah. <laughs> and I, Oh my God. Oh yeah. Tasha had to run out. And get I was champagne. across the street getting more champagne 
champagne because we ran out of oh. champagne. So I missed the second half of your set. I'll plug yeah, it. I'll yeah. plug it in. Yeah, the I'll have to listen on the audio. And but I, it's yeah. it's an unfortunate. Um, I just come clean. I'm like, it's a bot. I'm sorry. I'm a fraud. <laughs> but, and no offense to you, but yeah. bots are for ugly people. You guys just need to show your body parts. Like you've got I, a moral. Uh, you've got you have you have too high morals here. Is I the mean, problem? I should. I just never liked my body. <laughs> also it like really fucks up your head it really does it it can like it's an it's a thing especially i feel really bad for like the young teenagers that are still like going through some like development of their like sense of self and their Mm -hmm. self-esteem that like because it creates this feedback loop like you get this positive feedback when you receive a lot of likes and comments Mm -hmm. but then you become so paranoid when something doesn't perform and you're looking so closely at your body like i don't know it's just a weird like models already have all kind of like you know it's a it's a fine line to to walk Uh, well it's because the algorithm has whittled down perspective so like you you can't just have a pretty sunset the algorithm says well hornballs are looking at your ass your ass photo is going to get 1200 likes your photo with your boyfriend is going to get 250 so you have to feel that shit and i feel that shit because i go well i'm weighing you down I lose followers every time I post anything with my boyfriend. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. My boyfriend says the same thing. He's like, you know, baby, you gotta post more sexy photos of your bod. And I posted like one photo where you can see like my ass from a profile view. And I got like so many followers. <laughs> <laughs> like this really works it's yeah, crazy I it's should do crazy. it more I just don't I should no, it's imp- I've I mean, been it's, lazy about it's it it's one of those but things but then it's like you're like oh I have to take an ass photo every time I go to the beach like it's just like and like my parents follow me I don't know it's yeah weird. my mom always comments like her mom comments the googly eyes like like, that, like, like the shocked face you know, the, the eyebrows above the eyes <laughs> the Tasha posted dude. a photo of her and like this other chick like naked on a horse I feel like, the, yeah. You she put, saw that one? Oh, she tries to she, every time, even if there's like a little bit of side boob, she's like, Ugh. But I know, I know people, I, I, I know, know people that <laughs> will show their side boobs big, side boobs big on Instagram and they'll have a couple hundred thousand followers. And like I, I had, Tasha had like these like um, henna, what are they, tattoos the from Coachella. Tattoos. And I had her, you know, she did a crisscross in front of her boobs which was probably more coverage than if she had like a bikini on right yeah but that was probably one of your most like photos of all time and i just took it i just snapped it off you know what i mean and it's like you could easily not and i'm not telling it shows you, this. you that you don't necessarily need like high production value or that you don't need to overthink it for yeah. people to like it but then it's just a time suck but look, totally. if you don't want it, do totally. it. I'm not. I'm not trying to push you. No, I mean, <laughs> but I. But I kind of was put it all out there. I was. T- I was kind of reaffirming that that is the case. I mean, that's how it, it works. Is. You post. You post a yeah. loving photo with your boyfriend. These guys are. I had a bit about that where I, uh, Tasha posted me Man Crush Monday and lost 700 followers, and it's like <laughs> that's a fucking thing I gotta know happens. Right. But it, but like, and I'm sure it's the same way with your boyfriend. If I post, if your boyfriend posts a photo of you, his likes are gonna go up. Yeah. What the fuck's going on with our I followings? Know. I know. It's bullshit. Dude. I want her following to love us together. Yeah, told, I want her to. I want her to get rewarded for sharing her love. Like but a she's social not. media love story. Yeah, um, but I think that it, you know, it's like one of those things that it's slow exposure over time. Like people started following me in the beginning for, but and now I have to slowly transition them into like grown up Tasha who just wants to take like travel photos yeah, you know same. like I, you, have to, you have to you have to transition them into new phases of your life fashion bloggers do it they start out as fashion bloggers and then they get married and then they become mommy bloggers and right, like right. you know people are along for the ride your yeah. friend andrea her friend andrea's got a, mil- a couple million followers does she does she um Damn. yeah does she post about her husband 
Yeah, she does, but she also actively blocks men. Really? Yeah. Um, it's this is kind of stuff is so funny to talk about, but she's open with it, so I think it's fine. Um, but a lot of brands want to work with influencers who have a higher percentage of female followers than male followers for exactly the butt photo reasons. Right. right? Like, and and women obviously are like, I guess the stats show that women are the purchasers of households, right? Like women spend more money than men do. So if you're a brand that's wanting to advertise through an influencer, you want to advertise to women. So you're going to choose influencers who have high women percentage of their following. So, So, she actively bl- she already has a million followers she doesn't need more followers she's right. like top tier influencer because if like a chick's just a side boob t- chick she's not going to sell Herbalife no, like no guy's right. buying Herbalife because she has a side boob what's but if- her name <laughs> I'll, I'll just give okay, you cool, her cool, cool. you her info sorry we're doing but a podcast no it's fine but um yeah so she like blocks men wow. all day every day oh to keep God. her number of female followers higher than her men oh. followers like she does it doesn't matter if she has a another 200,000 on top of her million of dudes like she just doesn't need them so she just is quick with the block button it's just a strange thing though because we're not we're not you know it's it's like a it's like a daily grind where every day is like you're only as good as your last photo you're only as good as a new bit you posted Mm -hmm. or whatever even with the podcast the last i I downloaded this new app where you get to see you get to track the last 60 days have been dog shit and i don't know if it's the end of the summer or what because or uh, itunes uh, reshuffled the way they categorize podcasts so now we're in the top 100 for comedy interview podcasts in america and we're in the top 100 in like you know, England and Australia, all it, it pretty much, God, yeah, congrats. yeah, but we've lost downloads. So I go, I'm just looking at a number and seeing I have less downloads. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have more listeners? Are we actually getting more people to listen, but like we're getting less like junk downloads? Or I don't know how it is. And yeah. yet we should worry less about how many likes you have and more about the collective, content. like how does it all, the content has mm-hmm. it all look, right. but we're just instantly rewarded by what the numbers show us and those numbers, you can't look away from them. So I'm, I think this is, I think we've had the best guess we've ever had i think we've got a, a crazy good lineup we have new artwork the mm-hmm. we got new lighting i love the lighting i think it's got great lighting nice and uh, yeah and uh, all these things and i'm like in here i am bummed because the last 60 days it says we lost 23 percent of our downloads huh. but i go i think we're uh, i think we're going in the right trajectory but you're just constantly hit with numbers in social media and i don't think well, our it, brains are able big- to yeah, quantify like, it all. Exactly. You're gonna have to show a little butt on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Flash that to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're exactly right. It's like yeah. we can really quantify like our uh, how people are responding to us yeah. every day. So if you're like too zoomed in to those analytics, it's yeah. gonna make you th- and, and and our art is so personal to us too, right? So it feels like a reflection on you when you post a photo and it doesn't perform. You're like, no one loves me, but it yeah. probably mostly just people didn't see it. Right, totally. We talk about the Perfection Detox, which is a book we read. Which is um, we interviewed mm-hmm. Petra Kol- Kolberon, who um, who wrote the Perfection Detox. She's on our October twenty first episode, um, cool. which I think yours will be the week before that. So, uh, so teaser, uh, go listen. But um, 
the first chapter of that book, The Perfection Detox, uh, basically it's about deconstructing why you need to be perfect, why you, why you shouldn't huh. need to be perfect. But the first chapter is about ruminating and what we do negative, to what we do kind of obsessively, the obsessive thoughts that we have that hurt us. Like, do you have any anything that you can think stands out that you mm. do, whether it's go, scrolling on Instagram when you should be doing something else or is there, or like looking at show flyers and seeing all the comics that are booking shows that you wish you were doing. Is there something oh. negative that you've been able to pinpoint that's yeah. like holding you back? The comparison game. Um, yeah, I've definitely fallen into that from time to time. I've gotten better as I've gotten older. I, I kind of choose to be oblivious to a lot of things, but um, totally like I, I, yeah, just last week I saw my friend was like booked on a show that I've been wanting to do for a while. And I was like, I guess that friend's just fucking better than me, you know? Like, <laughs> or um, yeah, if I see someone that's working more, I, I don't know though. I feel like, um, yeah, I think it's really important not to com- fall, you know, compare yourself to others. You know, just compete with yourself, and like, you have to be your own biggest fan because no one else is gonna give a shit. Don't be a narcissist, but just like, no, you but know, you're, love you're, yourself. You know? yeah. <laughs> you're right, and I've like know I've that vo- you're enough. I voice my my issues of ruminating to other people, and they'll be like, "Dude, just stay in your own lane." I'm like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you for just giving me some such you know nonchalant, perfect advice." Yeah, it's easy to yeah. say stay in your own lane, but it's the hard part is like with an addiction is what you do when you're all alone or like if i'm bored at work or i've got too much time i mean i know get off instagram stop zooming in on show flyers and seeing all the yeah. shows that people are booking like i you start to learn that like everyone else's highlight reel isn't there every day it's not yeah, you know yeah. but but it's also that is what you consume so you have mm-hmm. to make sure like not to put those thoughts totally. in your body and instagram it's like just the best photos of people looking their skinniest and they're you know and that that'll fuck with me too where i'm just like i'm so fucking fat and i know <laughs> i'm not but i'm just like just like that runs through my mind i'm like oh this person has a six-pack why don't i have a six-pack you know see you're not you're not quite my age but you you know you you you, you remember how it used to be you used to just post a, f- a photo album with like 66 photos and you, there'd be a couple winners in there and a couple <laughs> losers you remember like yeah. you used to be able to used to yeah. be like you, you, uh, like on facebook the profile photos would be the nicest but if you really wanted to see someone you go see all their photos now it's like every photo is just a grand slam everything's just yeah. like if it, if it wasn't a grand slam you took it out of the rotation it's so true yeah i have a photo that's up right now that i keep debating about deleting because i feel like i look so old it was just very shadow we were like at yeah. the beach and you know how you said I your boyfriend it. like puts a shadow across your face all the time i have like <laughs> these shadows and these shadows and i was like i look like i'm 45 and i want to delete the photo but it has a lot of likes so i'm uh. also like this is totally helping me right somebody now. is listening it. right now that's 45 that hates you now oh i'm I sorry like it was I'm an old <laughs> fuck like 45 <laughs> god the crypt keeper do your boyfriend do you how do you guys communicate when it comes to sharing each other's successes and failures how do you su- hmm. what's, what's your support system like versus well, yeah sorry I didn't no no, no. You your support system versus like knowing when you don't you don't need a pep talk but you just need someone to kind of feel how you're feeling hmm um yeah we're really supportive of each other um i feel like we're good at building each other up and um yeah, I don't. I uh, I don't quite remember your question. <laughs> what 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 sort of this is a separate question? But what sort of baggage do you think you brought into your relationship? Mm, I, I did bring a lot of bags. <laughs> I have a lot of things now. Um, but yeah, I think for me, yeah, a lot of insecurity, especially in the beginning, just like especially as an artist, and um, yeah, and I feel like he did. He does a good job of like instead of just trying to fix everything, like I'm going to fix this because I feel like a lot of not to be sexist, but a lot of dudes are like 
fixers, you know, he's, he's just listen and just hear me out and let me just get it out, you know, and like, yeah. and support me that way just by listening. Um, you know, we do a lot of, we, we don't talk about it as much anymore, but, uh, the book superior man, uh, mm-hmm. is a book about kind of like masculine and feminine energy. And like, you've got a lot of masculine energy yeah. and Tasha does too. And, and we, everyone does, yeah. but it's just like a little bit of each. So like some people go all in one direction, all in another. I think like, I, I, I think Tasha and I are both like, we'll, we're both probably 50, 50. Like I've got a lot of feminine energy. It's not great. like, not in like some, ways but in j- emotionally i think i do that you know enough to want to do this thing for six years ah. like i want to know your feelings babe like let's turn the podcast my, my boyfriend's on. like that too yeah, yeah and it's i mean i don't know i was raised by a single mom and i just always my boyfriend's raised by a single bingo mom. That, that, there that's what they always in say in touch with your feelings they say comics are men hugged too much by their mom and women that weren't hugged enough by their dads <laughs> those are what yeah. make a lot of comics I don't really know that's, that's just a thing i don't know if it's true uh. but you gotta have you gotta have some sort of deficiency to want to make it that far um yeah. but like does he how does he deal with is there any like uh what are any any triggers for like jealousy or issues mm. like that you guys sound like the perfect couple trying to bring you I down don't mean to, i don't mean to paint it like that I, we're not definitely not perfect um we're pretty okay we're lucky in that neither one of us are particularly competitive um but like i i'll get jealous of him sometimes because i think he's funnier and a better writer um but i also like use that to my advantage because he'll help me sometimes and like you know like he'll punch up my stuff but i i've i'll punch up his um but yeah, do we get jealous of each other? I don't, not really. Cause we're, we're different. It's like a zebra and a cheetah. Are you jealous? Do you, uh, do you worry <laughs> that women, other women are hitting on oh, him after like a that. show? No, oh. no, I'm just, I'm just throwing up. I'm just trying yeah. to, trying to get, find some resistance <laughs> no, in the relationship. Yes. Yeah, so he, um, uh, so yeah, that's something I don't really like he, he, he does see guys like approach me and like, he does feel like I get hit on more, <laughs> but like he's, uh, I don't think he's insecure about it, but I think a part of him is like, a little bit like man people don't hit on me that much you yeah. know like but but, but you know but like do i didn't with him. i didn't meet him the other day but mm-hmm. i saw i didn't realize till he got on stage that he was your boyfriend i was like oh i get it all it makes sense now because yeah, yeah, you know yeah, i'm not yeah, you yeah, know yeah. you just don't know and but i was like oh if if i were single and you were saying oh i'm going over to do dave's podcast if i was him i'd be like all right cool mm. like text me when you're done like there's just a, but like there's something yeah. to be said about like all right you know like there's something more harmless i think about us being doing the podcast together, together yeah. but like if you're gonna invite someone over like if if some dudes were like come to our podcast and they're in like you know i don't know east la and you're going to some bro's house like you got you put yourself in situations that are quote-unquote work situations but are also kind of like it's a it's a very social job that we do yeah so like you have to be very trustworthy it i think there's be a lot of trust there yeah and also i love that i was just like i get hit on way more than my boyfriend <laughs> i just realized <laughs> You know what I mean? Because I'm a girl. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. We, I, I get it. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, it's one of those things. Like, I wish, I don't think Tasha's ever seen me like hardcore hit. On. I got that bit about watching teenage boys hit on her. And like, oh, and the yeah. fact that they never hit on, like there's never a gaggle of girls. Mm-hmm. Although I will say from the last Posers video, we interviewed these chicks that were like high school cheer squad. And I took a screen grab and sent it to Channing because my co-host, because like these chicks were like, and they were shorter. So they were probably just looking up to me, but like through the frame of the shot, I was like, oh yeah, I've got that dad energy there they're into for sure it. but it's so harmless to tasha it yeah. doesn't it's like the, she doesn't feel like you know what i mean it's not like we wh- who, who do we see jake owen and like uh we were at a jake owen concert and there's some someone flung panties right onto his mic stand oh. <laughs> like his wife has to worry about panties like i'll just have a chick be like good bit you know like we don't oh have to deal with that That's at all hilarious <laughs> so what sort of hmm, we're gonna get out of here in a second no but I've, I've, I've probably grilled your relationship more than i think i've any guest we've ever had I, do you have any questions about her relationship so no. I feel like I've been so boring. I'm sorry. No, no, it no. seems like you guys so, really have it all together. Sometimes we punch each other. Okay. Like, <laughs> we want some of the cage fights. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> it, when, when you do fight, 
what um, have you had to learn how to kind of handle each other uh, as far as uh, time to say go walk the dog, relax, or were you just mm. on board from like your a bit. I mean, it sounds like you guys it's uh, have a very Just healthy way of communicating. Yeah, do you, yeah. Like, do you ever let something? Because it sounds like. Do you ever let something just stew and then all of a sudden it's like an explosion or are you just mm, letting it be yeah. known? Sometimes I will like let things build up and I'll like suppress a lot without even realizing and then and then just open Pandora's box and I'll like let them know in one day all the things that are bothering me. It's really fun. <laughs> For it's the really, past three months, really everything I've kept track of on my spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> he just comes just just in a mushroom crowd. In, in the corner. Um, yeah, but I've gotten better and he's called me out on that. Like we're really honest with each other. He's like, you need to let me know things that are coming up as as it's happening so it doesn't just build you know like let me know like so i've gotten better about like you know catching my feelings while they're happening and be like oh i got i need to speak about this or it's yeah. gonna it's gonna build it's up it's like a little depressurizing valve mm-hmm. you're gonna blow your your it really is yeah, yeah, yeah is, yeah, is yeah. that even a term depressurizing valve <laughs> i don't know any plumbers out there is that a thing but it's like yeah it's a i'm 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 the same way where like i, I just want us to be happy so i'll i'll um i'll kind of swallow my own emotions and my own feelings about things yeah just to like get us through the situation like tasha and i'm bringing it up now this is good i can bring it up now this is great this is, here this we go too late in the episode to bring this up but yeah like t- when tasha's mad at me she won't text me back and i don't mm. like that but i also it's also not on purpose i'm just uh, i when i'm upset i choose to just ignore my phone and do other things it's yeah. not like i'm like actively responding to all my friends text messages and not yeah. responding to yours i just like to set my phone down it's part of just disconnecting in general because i feel I like that. Yeah. too married to my phone sometimes i think mm-hmm. is a pretty common feeling oh, yeah. with like people in this day and age that like your job calls you 24 7 on your cell phone like you can never get away yeah. you have to understand the that i am very like open to like not I'm not crazy, but I have had crazy moments. Like early on in our relationship, I had one of the best experiences of my life, like uh, professionally. And I was I was having probably close to a panic attack because I didn't hear back from Tasha at the end of the night. She was out with, and this is early on in the relationship, but I was like, that triggered some crazy, and I hate, to say, I hate the term trigger, but this is like literally probably the worst trigger in our relationship where I've had to, I've dated the women who I knew were like deciding between me and the other guy. And then you see a photo of the other guy posting a photo of her and then it's deleted a minute later. You're like, my eyes didn't fucking deceive me. You just deleted a photo of a guy. And that sounds crazy to say that, but like I've, I've been there and I think a lot of guys have where yeah. like there's a lot of like early on in relationships where you don't have that trust and that security and I don't think Tasha was even aware of this because I think I can come off pretty cool about these types of situations but the fact that I didn't hear from her and her friend at the end of the night left me like literally Uber driving the next morning angry scared all the you remember this no I have no idea even, what you're talking about you were like about. out playing pool with your friend Jade you know and then like <laughs> didn't get back to me at the end you just like passed it you're at Jade's I uncle's think house I think I all uh, yeah and I also like i don't i barely kept my vomit yeah. down that night i, I was uh, not i was in no position drinker. to text back but then, but then, but then, <laughs> i think we had a job the next morning in orange county so and uh, she lives in oc so i had stayed down there with her i'm talking gotcha. can't sleep at night <laughs> really um anxiety stress whatever it is wow. and it's a t- it's total codependency type of thing but it doesn't the situation doesn't heal itself when i finally hear from her it just it just, it just, that's just like sutures the wound, right? That's just, you, you stop that. We stopped the hemorrhaging, but then like, 
you know, like the, this, you know, like the, uh, you know, when when you went to your friend's birthday, you, you came home late at night and didn't tell me when you're going to be home. And I fully 1000% trust you. But at the same time, I'm like, well, you know, you were with your friend who's, who's has a living boyfriend. They're good friends of ours. But at the same time, you come back like with your high heels off with men's tube socks on. And I'm like, it was her socks. Yeah. I believe, ah. I believe you, but I also have to, I also have to have the, just like you guys have to like have your limbic system ready to go when a guy cat calls you i have to be like bitch women <laughs> bitch women <laughs> cheat men cheat women cheat these, these things happen so when i don't hear back from my girlfriend and i'm freaked the fuck out and i know i can't wait at home and be like why didn't you because i know i know i'm just gonna start more shit i push it down and it doesn't come up mm-hmm. in a healthy place and so like the other day we weren't in a fight we, we left saying i love you all those things i mean like, come on like so many good things are happening in our life but we weren't on perfect terms and you were out at like you were out at an event with your friend and it's super harmless right but i'm also like what time are you coming home because it's an hour after you said you're gonna be home and i know if i'm an hour late when i said i'm gonna be home from a show you'll be fucking pissed but we kind of process it differently so i'm like codependent needy and you, whereas you would just be mad again i don't think you've done anything malicious but you but we've severed the communication and and for me the communication is all we have and all we need do you understand Mm. sure yeah that makes sense so i don't know if you realize how much that yeah but it's as simple as sending me a text message you sent me a text message three minutes before i walked in the door what time are you gonna be home and i'm like right now i'm parking the car you know i'm not gonna write you back i totally i totally understand (laughs) and then after we talked you were at a seminar your phone was probably i started late i totally get all that but also like i didn't know where you were going so i was like i don't know you never responded to the 7 p.m text of where you were even gonna go and i sound my mom my mom my my father was kind of like a pdsd guy and a vietnam vet (laughs) oh okay and my and he was kind of like it from from the stories i've been told was kind of like um obsessive over my mom because oh, he was like when you found yeah. something nice you wanted to like don't hurt it and it's like i'm not keeping you from doing anything you want i want i really want you to do these things but i also feel like jaded uh when you have baggage that you haven't addressed yeah but it comes out when the communication lines are gone and we're not talking like tell me on the dot when you're home we're talking like you came like that 4am was like what the fuck like we're not like a late night people and I knew I knew you were really upset at me so I'm like Jesus Christ like whatever message you're trying to send is like super toxic in how I'm receiving it because do you know what I mean sure no uh, say it like you know, say it like you know what you mean this is we, we always do this with a guest here, I love but, it. but it's <laughs> sorry like, it's like couples therapy I'm scared no I'm scared. really it really I is it. I but I, w- I just want you to know that like I you know, we're taking these faith, the, the, these like leaps of faith together where we just, I'm letting you know where like my communication, where like where my panic zone is hit when the communication's gone, because that's what I value the most. You know what I mean? So like, and again, I would want you, to, I, I would much rather if I'm like lost at a, sh- you know, you know, stand-up shows, sometimes I have to tell people like, it sh- actually starts at this time. So don't be an hour late because LA, everyone oh, says yeah. the show starts I at eight, it starts at nine. Earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe, and then we have to do that. But because yeah. of that, nothing ever starts in time. So I'm like, I'm on a show, but I'll be like, you know, we're, we're working with, uh, you know what I'm doing, Leon's show. I'm like, I don't know what time it ends. I don't know. Never it, it's yeah. they say eight. It might be a nine fifteen show, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I I have to kind of like under promise to be like I could be done at ten, but it might be later, or whatever. But I also I don't want you to ever be like stewing mad when I come home because these aren't I'm not pokering it with my buddies. Like I'm out there stressed in a green room trying to remember which tag I'm gonna do. You know what I mean? So like I I just want to overemphasize what we can control because there's so many things we can't. Yeah. There's so many things. Like, do you ever have to worry with your, you know, I mean, you guys are both comics, so you understand that like the yeah, night yeah. ends when it ends, but sometimes right. that means that, you know, 
after set movie you guys were going to watch doesn't happen because like shit ran late. You got bumped. Three other comics came yeah. in. How do you guys cope with with like sort of the uncertainty uh, of the we, schedule? We just let each other know what's up um, and we try to carve out a date because that can happen every night here in L.A. because shit's always hectic here, I feel like. Um, but yeah, so we, we try to carve out at least one night for a date night. Otherwise, every night can be like that where it's just like, oh, I'm doing another show or I'm doing this, you know, yeah. going to this event. And so, um, I don't know. We just we just let each other know. We're just in constant communication. It's important. Hey, I'll be home later tonight. Yeah, it's important yeah. to um, you know, to try to get that quality time. We're going to Magic mm. Castle tonight. Ooh, fun. Did, I I love t- Magic did I tell you that before we recorded? No. Yeah. Oh, I love that oh place. man, we got to do. We Date should night. do mushrooms. Yeah. You should do mushrooms and go <laughs> microdose. Yeah, <laughs> I've never done mushrooms, and I'm like, would Magic Castle be a good place or a horrible place to do mushrooms? Oh, maybe know. not your time. first time. Oh yeah, I'm not your first. <laughs> um, maybe Molly, just a little Molly. Whoa, mm-hmm. we've never done that. Have you done that? You Molly? Was in ecstasy. No, when? I'm so happy. Hey, come on, I had a life before you knew me. No, <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> you, look, you look like Brooke Shields a little bit. Do you, oh, get, do you get that? That is the first ever oh, celebrity young, lookalike I ever got. Uh, when, the, yeah, the eyebrows. You got Brooke Shields but it's eyebrows. Good. I like the uh, eyebrows. Great. That was, another one that, right. was, that was another one that was like 15 when she was like sexualized. Yeah, man. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the name of that movie? That's exactly what I used to get when I was oh. like around middle school age because I had the long hair and the big old eyebrows. Yeah. I don't know. What, who do you get? from Labyrinth a little bit. Um, I get I get Emma Stone weirdly a lot, and then I also sometimes get Margot Robbie, which is very oh, that's ge- a, yeah, that's very that. generous. <laughs> no, like, but I would say that you skin tone wise more than Emma. Emma Stone's more of a yeah. uh, ginger pale skin. You're but you have blonde. cheekbones. She has like really prominent cheekbones, and you have really good cheekbones. Oh, I thanks. think that's why. Like I can see why people say Emma Stone, but right. only when you're like a little bit turned to the side. Right. Like from yeah. straight on, you don't look like Emma Stone. But I can right. see like we also have like. Both both have deep voices maybe i don't know oh, margot yeah. robbie went full frontal in wolf of wall street and you wonder yeah. like europeans just don't care as much about she's, australian. she's australian she's australian australians definitely don't care much all the colonies don't care except ours canadians are pretty like loose both genders pretty loose they're all fucking right australians are just having a party crikey right the crikey. british are i think the british are, are pretty like they've got like uh topless models in their newspapers page page six or page three whatever the fucking whatever i the don't term know is. they're the yeah, their tabloids and stuff listeners write in and tell us your country oh yeah, yeah. daniel origin. daniel's in sussex england one of our patreon members oh, yeah. i feel like they're a little uptight there you think that they're not a- i don't think so oh, i think the people know. that left were the puritans and then they formed us and now we're afraid to you know what i mean we're so fucked and i'll, I'll also have you know probably why we have a lot of uh, school shooters probably because they are guys that aren't getting laid and there's all this repression and this and that. I'm not saying it's the women's fault at all. I think like the way we deal with sex growing up is so fucked that other cultures are like, so, you know, they're, they're just, it's just different. Anyway, I don't know why I brought that up, man, but thank um, God for sex dolls, man. Cause boring, <laughs> I don't know. They should just get a sex doll first before they, would you guys, would you guys get a sex doll for what? If you, if, if, if we, cause we look, we've had um, a friend, <laughs> we've had sex toys sent to us, right? We've had like, oh, like really? hundreds of dollars. We would, we, we used to pass them out to guests. I'm sorry. We're out. I love it. Um, but we, we would get like hundreds of dollars, like really nice sex toys and then shittier ones. And Tasha held on to probably a lot of the nice ones, right? He's like a couple hundred dollars for the nice ones. She held on to the nice ones. But I'm just saying if we, if we had rolled in a sex doll, you would try, you would have to try it. You don't just like send like a Trojan horse. <laughs> you have to try. Like, like I, like everyone got grossed out when I talked about this, but they, we got sent a, fl- uh, uh, like a generic flesh light. I tried it. Huh. I fucking tried it. 
Wait, what even is that? I don't even know. I don't know. A flashlight? I'll, I'll Google it. It's a it's a synthetic vagina. It's just oh, like a, of it's course. a pocket pussy. Of it's, course. But yeah, it sounds yeah. weird. But like, but yet. Oh, and by the way, women would go, get grossed out. But then you mention you dildos, and they're like, "Woo, fuck right, yeah, right, bitches! Right. We don't need no man," you know. But it's like they've <laughs> got the crazy Looney Tune moving parts in there. It's all MIT engineered shit. It's crazy shit. And now, and now the sex robots is a big thing. And all, but for also for women, where you just get some like fucking you know motor dick, huh? Interesting. Anyway, folks. Okay, so love you guys it, are way too dildo. cool. Love a good dildo. But that's. I guess that. I guess the whole. I guess the whole sex toy market for men is just different. Like men. Men can. I don't know if you know. I generalize about all this, but I think men, you know, can separate wanting to fuck versus like a relationship. Mm-hmm. So like when the, wanting to fuck, like I like I I would I would be one hundred percent weirded out by a sex toy by a sex doll, and I would one hundred percent try it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's one of those things. Like it's there. You know what I mean? It's, anyway, you guys are making me look like the weirdo. <laughs> nah, I mean, there's one in my closet. Don't feel bad. Do you That's and your life. last question? Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you and your boyfriend incorporate? other advanced technologies into the bedroom is that something that like you've um, dabbled with yeah i just my vibrator um nothing if he, for the guy nah no like his and hers lubes nah because that's a fun thing you get the his yeah. and hers lube tasha takes both of them <laughs> i love it i feel like i dropped the his one the his one's under the bed somewhere <laughs> so there's no his lube it's just her yeah yeah maybe i should get some his lube just, it's probably yeah. it's all at cvs right but it's probably it's probably just marketed that way it's probably the same shit but it's like when this one touches that one explode it's like we don't need oh. more explosive <laughs> feelings on the male side but um I anyway i really want to get some anal beads for sean though for you sure. should get, hey, <laughs> you know? just give them tell them just you heard it here on the podcast anal beads advanced size well they've got you know they they men don't experience enough with the cock ring that's a whole nother thing too mm. that's something that's like you know it's we we've got all this stuff that rambos up the the sex toys for women but the cock ring is a transformer like addition to the male vehicle do you know what i mean yeah it literally keeps more keeps you harder without the, the without the exhaust without the vein that gets the blood out of the dick. So huh. it's like it's like uh, only the on-ramp to the highway is open. The off-ramp shut down. So it's just blood oh. flowing to the dick. That's crazy. That's that what all the gay wild. strippers, they, they'll keep a cock ring on and they look like huge as fuck, but it's wow. just because, well, I've lost you guys on this one. We'll just get out of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how can people find your oh, Instagram? Yeah. Where are you um, at? It's Leah Rich. Is that yeah, right? It's Leah Rich. Uh, L-I-A. It's Leah Rich, and um, I'm on there, and I'm on Facebook. I don't know. Hit Any me up. shows? Yeah. Anything else oh, going on? Sure. Don't, do you you know you don't produce that show, but you host you host that show. I much. host Leon's show sometimes. I'm trying to think of what my next show is. But um, you, you post it all on Instagram. Yeah, so I perform the last Tuesday of every month at the Ha Ha in North Hollywood. Nice. Mm-hmm. And Natasha, yeah. where can people find at your Tasha Courtney? Immaculate. Uh, photography that I took <laughs> yeah. give Dave and a compliment also if you're listening to this and you haven't yet um, we like our listeners if you've like uh, listened to three or four episodes to write in like let us know what's what's going on I mean we've got people we've got a listener in Australia who like started listening during his chemo treatments I mean oh, we wow. it's there's something pretty crazy about hearing about the following our my buddy Matty Shimbor he tours on the road and he has he also does like this Facebook cooking show do you know Matty no he's a, he's a fucking great guy um, he hasn't been on the podcast yet we gotta get him on but he um he does a stupid cooking show and he was on the road performing in some when audience member brought him a three pack of wooden spoons and i was like bro that is worth his weight in gold because that means someone like listens and watches you so much that like that's worth so much more than the five dollars you know what i mean yeah your letters that people write in is worth so much more than you think we appreciate it your ratings and reviews if you want additional content we post like an extra hour 
a podcast a week on the Patreon, patreon.com slash the sap, patreon.com slash T-H-E-S-A-P. We started doing this in February. It's our cool. eighth, eighth month doing the Patreon. And um, it's cool. It's cool. We had a, a, one of the Patreon members came to the show today. So it's cool like oh. to have this like private community that gets a little bit more than they get here. So we appreciate all of our free listeners uh, approaching our six-year anniversary. But um, you know, if you want to donate more, it helps us make these beautiful lights and all this extra setup that we have. So um, we appreciate all of you guys out there donating. Again, thank you so much, Leah, for doing Thanks the for podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate uh, it. Leah, Tasha, and Dave. Bye, everybody. Bye. There you have it, folks. That's that. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Leah. And without further ado, here is a clip from our latest Mimosa show where you can listen to the live uh, hour-and-a-half-long show professionally recorded on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the sap, patreon.com slash T-H-E-S-A-P. Go listen to the live version. But in the meantime, here is a clip from Leah Richardson on the Mimosa stand-up show. Bye, everybody. Have a great week. Okay, enough, uh, enough. Um, so <laughs> I model sometimes. J.C. Penny, heard of it? <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Very high-end stuff. Um, I'm 30 now, so I do a lot of like young mom ads. It's weird. Um, one thing that sucks about modeling is people forget that your body is connected to your feelings. <laughs> um, so um, <laughs> like, I did a shoot the other day with a photographer who I'd worked with before, and she remembered me. And she was like, "Okay, Leah, before we get started, uh, which eye is the saggy eye?" And I was like, oh, um, didn't know I had a saggy eye, but uh, I guess it's the one that's crying. Um, so both eyes are wet. Uh, it's, a weird, it's a weird industry. Um, being a woman's a real trip. I don't know why I looked at you when I said that, but um, being a woman's weird. Like, uh, I don't even feel like I get to wear my own face every day. Um, when I don't wear makeup, I look like a young British boy in an oil painting, you know? Like, like Papa, let's go swimming. Like, that's what I look and you see it now and I know you see it um, gonna wear this mask till I die uh, so yeah being a woman's weird like the titles of articles in women's magazines really bother me because I feel like they're always telling women like what we're doing wrong you know I'll see these articles that say things like seven reasons you're driving him away or like how to please your man you know and I feel like the articles in men's magazines are so much more affirming they're like seven reasons you don't even need this magazine bro you're killing it <laughs> like just once I'd love to see an article in a men's magazine that's like, hey, um, maybe not all your ex-girlfriends are crazy. Maybe you're just a dick. <laughs> Look inward, bro.